Hey y'all, welcome back for another episode of the Melanated Faith Podcast. And we have so much to talk about today. This is going to be a sentimental episode for sure. Um, But I just want to say since 2019, you have opened your hearts, your homes, and your lives to us. You have listened to us probably on planes, trains, and automobiles. And um, we just want to say that we're so appreciative of you and you have seen us walk through career changes, moves, dating sagas, and more. And you've also seen Catherine go to divinity school. You already know she's a lawyer. She's very well accomplished and highly educated, y'all, to buying her house, getting a dog, and now earning her doctorate degree. PhD, y'all. Anyways. Did you hear me say highly educated? (laughs) Oh my gosh, Catherine. Um, I know. It's been great. Yeah. No, I've been this, yeah, four years and mainly been in school, but yeah, that's great. Um, Guys, we survived a pandemic together. You remember those pandemic episodes? Faith has moved states. She got matched by a matchmaker. She met her husband. They got married 14 months later. She's written two books. And she also got a dog, which, guys, dogs change your life. You can, you're can you not carefree and fancy-free once you have a dog. You have to come home. You have to feed it. You have to walk it. It's a lot of responsibility. So it is a big life change getting a dog for those who want to minimize. That's right. We're dog moms now. And Catherine and I, you know what? Like, I really do feel like before we were kind of the people. I can speak for myself, but I also feel like I'm going to speak for you here. We probably weren't, like, the most animalistic kind of people and now 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 we have animals guys i'm gonna let you in on a secret because this is our last episode and honestly if you have judgment probably won't hear it but i did buy my dog and i matching easter outfits i am (laughs) that kind of dog mom now i apologize to all of the people i made fun of i will just say in my favor I'm glad I gave my dog a dog name so that people do not think she's actually a person. So people are like, oh, you're talking about Cookie. That's your dog. If her name was something like, I don't know, Kaylee, people would be like, do you have a daughter? When do you have a kid? <laughs> this is so funny. I'm a dog I need mom. pictures. Oh, I'm totally taking pictures. It's going to be ridiculous. Like, I was like, Target, you got me. I saw it and I just was like, she Wait, has Target has... Target has yes. dog outfits that match. Yes. Shut up. Yes, guys. If you're similarly wow. psychotic and obsessed with your dog, Target has in their like matching Easter outfits section. Shut up. Dog outfits that match. If you want to match your whole family and your dog, they have little bow ties. Like little. Yours? Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's like their whole thing now is like advertising. Like if you're a family. Let's say you actually have kids and you would like to match them for Easter. Target has put all the things helpfully together for Easter matching outfits. So like, you know, you're looking at, I will speak for myself. I'm like, oh, this is such a cute dress for me. Oh my God, they have something that match for Cookie. And I bought it on a whim. That is so cute. Impulse purchase. But yes, they Target has... Yeah, matching Easter outfits, like branding this year. Oh my gosh, not me going to Target to see if I can get a bow tie for Kobe. Oh my goodness. I mean, y'all. I checked so much bad mess about people 
bad, 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 bad. I repent all the time and I tell people, listen, I was a hater. I was a big, big, big hater, but I didn't know. I didn't know that they, I didn't know they were little beings, okay, with personalities and feelings and, and all of this stuff. I just did not know. I didn't know it. And then I got one and I can tell when his feelings are hurt. I can tell when he's being vindictive. Yes. Like all of these things. I did not expect this from an animal. No, I, I really think I, I will. I repent. And, but it just really was a lack of understanding. I really. A deep lack of understanding. And now it's like, oh, I get it. I get it. A friend of I, a friend of ours, um, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine about how you know someone is a dog person when they meet a dog if they immediately go for the ears to like pet them and it's like because they know because it's just like you know dogs love to be like rubbed and scratched yeah. right by their ears, and I was like, yes, that is like a universal sign that it's like, oh, you're a dog person. <laughs> so true. It is so true. I, I definitely love my dog. We treat him so well. He has such a good life. I know. She's, <laughs> yeah. Cookie is living the high life. Let me just say, I'm like, geez, I spend a lot of money, like food. You know, she's got a little spa club membership to a little kennel place. It's like, she's living the high life. I mean, yeah, we spend a lot of money on our dog because we also, um, if we're going out of town, we board him for he's too energetic right now for me to just leave him with my brothers uh, and my brothers, the kids, um, because you really have to watch him with the kids still because he doesn't know, like, not yeah. to jump on them for play. And he's a big dog, so I don't want him to hurt them. So um, he goes to his little, you know, daycare boarding place and just has a great time. And he's made his little friends and they all know him. And last week we were out of town and when i tell you between him being out of town and then him having to get a bath um and and then a little cut just a short little cut um it wasn't like a big cut i feel like i was cheating on my groomer but we had to get it done because he had a little the mats in him um so we went to like pet smart's little grooming place and y'all i i have to say i'm pretty sure we spent five hundred dollars on him Oh, no, maybe six because yeah. of his food. So, oh, it's, it's very expensive. Okay. It's, it's a lot of responsibility. Dog, it's not all cute and cuddles. I mean, there is a lot of that. But it is, dogs are expensive. and But they're such good companions. Such good companions. I you know, Marcel's out of town right now. And I just love having like Kobe around he's just such a good little like he's just my little buddy he's a little friend and I I love that about him like I love that dogs can be good companions in that way so for that I can understand why people would say like they have a dog but then they they don't want children they don't end up getting a kid but they have an animal because you do take care of them yeah quite a bit so and I will say the other benefit of like having a dog is like I go outside every day, like, mm-hmm. and as someone who like sunshine and like, like that really is just sort of a natural mood lifter, like every day, multiple times a day, like I'm outside and like Cookie, like her breed is, she doesn't need to be like walked in the same way, probably like golden doodles need to, um, 
but you know, she goes with me to the farmer's market. Like we take little walks around the neighborhood and I feel like I have like, I'm much like healthier exposure to outside in the elements than before I had a dog just because she has to go outside and she likes to play when we're outside. And so, you know, they're good exercise for you as a human too. Um, so so true. I like, yeah. So they are great companions, but yeah, I, I love that I go outside and spend time and, you know, Texas, the weather here is awful 75% of the year, maybe 80 spring. Spring is our time to shine. Shout out to Lady Bird Johnson, who had the foresight, the sort of Texas is beautiful, blue bonnets, wildflowers. Guys, everyone have to come to Texas. Like the two weeks of spring, March and early April, (laughs) that's your time to come. The weather is outstanding. Um, And Cookie and I have been having a ton of fun being outside and playing and frolicking. So two weeks of the year, Texas, that's your place, guys. Just remember, Catherine just gave y'all like a little secret of when to come to Texas. Write that down and don't forget it because otherwise you'll be dripping in sweat the rest of the other times um, throughout the year because it is very hot in Texas. Um, So listen, y'all, we have a special episode we're going to do that will be our final, final episode. And it's going to highlight some of our favorite moments throughout the past four years almost of podcasting. And, um, but for this one, we want you to sit with us in this episode to just reminisce a little bit because we have loved spending every minute sharing our lives with you, talking about hard topics that some people shy away from. We just run right into them and start talking. And um, we have always just love doing this and we've loved gathering with you and talking with you and we've been encouraged by so many of you who've told us that this podcast has uplifted you and challenged you or encouraged you so none of this would have ever been possible without you without your support without those of you who over the years supported us on patreon etc and so um all of you have kept us going through some of the hardest times And with that, it's time for us to just dig in a little bit. Catherine, what would you say you have learned from podcasting in the past four years? That's a really good question. Okay, so I would say one of the things, it is personally very hard to be, and I, to be a public Christian, I'll say that. Um, And as someone who never like aspired to that, like I've just felt really uncomfortable. I think I generally have a hard time um, like accepting compliments because I just, it's like, no, like don't, you know, or like the sort of imposter syndrome of like minimizing like myself or like my accomplishments of like, oh, she's a lawyer. She did this, whatever. It's like, oh no, not me guys. Like don't look here kind of thing. And I think one thing that the podcast has really helped me with is to let go of that. Like, not that I'm like the greatest person. And I think, you know, humility is a really crucial Christian value, but I think there's a kind of false humility that I had just been kind of like living in for a long time of like, you know, um, like I'm not anything special kind of thing. And like, I think in the sense of like, as you know, someone created in the image of God and who's he's given these gifts and abilities to, I am special to him. And like, there's a way in which I need to like live into that. Um, and it's another form of pride to 
to minimize or hide the gifts that he's given me and like be uncomfortable with that. And so I think one thing this I think has really one, I think helped me like hone my voice, but I think also to just like being comfortable and I'm still working on it guys. I'm still working on it, <laughs> but I think like just being comfortable with like being vulnerable and being known in that way and not feeling like, okay, I just need to like hide, you know? Yeah. So that, that's been a big lesson, I think, about sort of like not letting imposter syndrome like keep me from. And I will say this. One of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast is like I've always had, for example, a really self-conscious thing about my voice, like growing up in the suburbs. I don't know if we've talked about this. I feel like we have. Yeah, we did. Um, You know, people are always like, oh, you sound like a white girl. And so I always have like just been very self-conscious about my voice. But when he hosts a podcast <laughs> that's on every week and people like listen to your voice, it has been really to me like affirming and like Lord, the Lord has really used this to like sort of break down that fear and self-consciousness. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's like been a big lesson. That's one of my big things I've learned from podcasting that's been personally enriching mm. aside from all that I've learned from just like sitting with you. I love that. I love that. That's what you've come away with. And you are so brilliant and wise and smart and accomplished. And so I'm definitely glad you're in this place of, you know, moving into celebrating yourself, celebrating these accomplishments and because it's something to be excited about and you have an expertise. Those are all great things to celebrate. So I'm proud yeah. of you for that. What about you? What's your thing that you've learned? You know, like you, I did not like my voice. I have never really felt like I've liked my voice. And through podcasting over the years, though, I have come to love my voice. And people have told me, um, your voice is so calming and soothing and all these other things. And I've just, I've, I've accepted it. I've received their kindness. But if you would have told the the little girl in me, the the teenager in me, she would have been like, what? Like, I hate my voice, you know? So that's been encouraging. But I would say more than anything, I think I've learned is you never know who's listening. Yeah. And the random people that I've said, hey, I listen to your podcast, really love your podcast. I've been like, what? Um, <laughs> like you know you know people listen but sometimes it's like people ain't listening you i know, know. this is going out into the void no one cares about this no, no one's listening to this podcast when it comes out you know um and so <laughs> sometimes that's how i think like it's just us talking to each other and then we just kind of put it out there in the world and and it's just out there in the world but i don't always think about how not only is a podcast out in the world, but there's people who want to listen to it and there's people who care about what we have to say. And that has been really special. Yeah. So I've just learned that you never, you can never underestimate small acts of obedience, small acts of just showing up and how what we've done as two black women and showing up in this space, what that's done for other people, maybe what people have learned from us, maybe people have related to us in different ways. And I just think that's really special. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. That's true. You never underestimate small acts of obedience. That's a word, guys. Um, okay, so 
uh, I feel like this is such a hard question, but what has been your favorite memory or episode from the past four years? Very, very, very difficult. And I've been trying to think because we've done so many different episodes, so it's kind of hard to know what's my favorite. I'm, I'm going to say one of my favorite episodes that we've done. I think I'm going to say it's Can I Live? Um, the episode we did about Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor it was in 2020. It was really raw, probably the most raw I've ever been on this podcast, you and I. It was just a really special, sacred moment. And I think at the time we were just like trying to speak to the urgency of the what was going on at the time. And I don't think we ever would have imagined that something that felt like once again, the two of us are just sitting down talking, that a few thousand people were sitting down with us listening and it was a really special moment for me. So I would say that one. That one has a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah. Okay. So that is such a hard question for me. I would say one of my favorite memories is just laughter of like, I feel like maybe we yes. did an episode about Love is Blind and oh my gosh, we did. Mar- Married at First Sight. And I just... You know, as we're like relaying our own sort of dating travails and like, I feel like that's one thing I definitely have learned from Faith is just to be more adventurous and like putting yourself out there. I hope all of the women, single women who are listening to this show have taken that away because Faith is a testimony that like, you know, you never know. I Because I actually, Faith, this is so funny. I actually remember it was like our first season we were talking about, would you ever do something like Love is Blind or Married at First Sight? And you were like, sure, absolutely. Of course. Blah, blah, blah. And then like little did we know. <laughs> and so I like, that's probably one of my favorite memories. I think one of my favorite episodes, um, I loved the series of episodes we did during the pandemic. Um, but I loved the episode really where we talked about ambition and like oh, stereotypes yes. about black women and kind of like knowing your worth and like getting the feedback from that episode from women who were like, you know, I've been t- accepting like less money because I didn't know how to ask for more money or I've been made mm-hmm. fe- to feel bad because I'm an ambitious woman or a career oriented person, like just was so meaningful. Yes. Um, and I just like love that conversation um, so much of like kind of just like the mix of our own personal stories and sort of the larger systemic issues and so much about what this podcast is about sort of us but us kind of within this larger system and in a way that's like fun I think we talked about Beyonce and like Rihanna (laughs) and sort of like just like that I feel like that just so like uniquely um us but yeah like my favorite memory is just I I yeah I I think just the I think we laughed like so much when we were recording that episode (laughs) because it just was like guys we love those shows but the people on them are oftentimes slightly ridiculous but we love them and we're so happy for the ones that find love (laughs) very much so I think that I think you're right one of the most fun things I would say has been talking about dating on this podcast and if you have listened to our podcast since the beginning one thing you will know is that it is my I have unintentionally chronicled my dating journey on this podcast, which is wonderful and scary. Um, but it is very true. Like we've laughed so much talking about relationships. 
one thing that you're talking about with ambition, um, one of the episodes I really loved was the one pay me in equity when we were talking about um, equal pay and all that other stuff, which was a really fun episode. So yeah, this is, we've chronicled so many like good things on here. And y'all, I'm telling you, I missed the casting for Love is Blind when there was in Atlanta, but I surely was considering it. But obviously God had other plans because um, I met Marcel through a matchmaker. So that's just how it was supposed to be. But, you know, unconventional, but get out there. You just never know what can happen unconventionally. I love that. I love that. Yes. Pay me an equity. I love that. Yeah. That's the name of the episode. So, um, Relatedly, I think the episodes are still going to be available on our website. So, you know, if you want to go back, you still want to share, you need to hear some encouragement or some fact again, like you'll still have access to those things. Um, But yeah, I love that episode. It was so fun. Catherine, what would you say for you personally? Like looking back, there's so much we can be thankful for and that we're fond of. Um, over this journey of podcasting. But what would you also say that looking forward, you find yourself hopeful for if you find yourself hoping for anything? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I'm hopeful that people will still continue to like find the podcast even after we stop. Um, And I think what I was hopeful for in starting this is um, just like a small piece of the internet where people felt like encouraged and seen. And so I think one thing I'm hopeful for is just like finding new ways to like use my voice and encourage people, you know, to find community and, and be seen. And in some ways, ways that maybe, you know, in this season maybe are quieter and not as like public facing. Um, And yeah, I'm hopeful to like finish my PhD. I like love the things that I'm learning and I'm excited to like find ways to use those gifts um, to encourage and edify the church and people, you know, that might find come across my work and writing at some point in the future. Um, But yeah, I think one of the things, you know, to me, the big thing about being a Christian is to be a person of hope always in every circumstance, even when it's just like a glimmer um, or it's like far off on the horizon where it just feels, you know, you're just surrounded by like darkness and sadness. Um, Yeah. The, like the glimmer of that sort of the first, um, you know, on the Texas spring, the sort of first budding of the blue bonnets and um, what that signifies. And I just think that so much of life is seasonal and, um, I think nature is a good analogy. And so I'm always hopeful that something beautiful is going to grow. Even from this, I'm hopeful that like, even as we're like putting the podcast into like hibernation, that for like us, both of us, for the people that have listened, God births new things out of this. Maybe someone, you know what I would love actually is if someone who listened to this podcast was like, oh, they're going away. Who's going to do that now? God, it's me. And like someone else like came along and was like, you know, like in this space that we're like leaving. I would love that if like a listener just like stepped out on faith and like started their own podcast. I would love to listen. Yeah, I would love that. That would that's like a huge hope. I would love that. Um, But yeah. What about you? 
I think I am, I'm hopeful for so many different things in the future. But one thing I would for sure say is I hope that our voices carry on further than we imagined from this place. And I'm, I'm hopeful for the ways that we each continue to show up and cultivate our voices, um, throughout the years to come and in whatever capacities those look like. Um, I, I feel a lot of, I feel a lot of like fondness and like happy, warm feelings when I think about a lot of the things we've been able to like accomplish through podcasting and, and I just love podcasting in general. So I don't feel like this is the last of podcasting for me, but I do feel like this next season of kind of just settling a little bit is going to be really, really good for me. And I am so grateful. Like, I'm just, I, I think it's hard, it's hard to describe it, but I just feel a deep sense of like gratefulness for our time together, for the listeners, for the people. I hope people feel inspired. I hope that there are people who want to um, you know, like Catherine said, like take up space and, and create, I want to see more women, more black women, especially just do your thing. I hope if anything, we have inspired you to get out there and just do your thing and know that your voice is needed and celebrated and wanted. And so I hope to do as much of that as possible, cheering on and championing black women, especially, um, to just do your thing, girl. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future, for life, for life with my husband and dog and, um, all the things that we're just going to do as a, as a family. And I'm just keeping my head up. I'm not letting the craziness of this world cause me to lose my joy and my hope. I'm keeping that. So yeah, that's what I would say for me. Yeah, that's so good. Okay. So now it's time to say goodbye um that was like a barney reference i don't know if any of our listeners know that <laughs> i, I don't even age- think i knew it <laughs> oh, i'm aging myself i'm sorry um it's okay i used to but, watch oh, is barney. that from barney or is it mickey mouse club oh no i think it's mickey mouse club see i'm, I'm missing i'm mixing my references okay. um so now it's time to say goodbye faith what are some final words you would love to leave our listeners with i think I would love to tell everybody to not take your foot off the gas. Oftentimes, during times of controversy, turmoil, pain, suffering, which we will continue to have in this life. Um, not that it's always your portion, though. Okay, let me make that clear. Because you you can have a, a portion of, of freedom and wholeness and one that is not always um, painful and traumatic. So, and, and I'm telling you, my life is a living testament of that as I live in a season of healing and, and freedom. But I do want to say that even though things will get hard, don't take your foot off the gas. Keep going. Keep pursuing um, loving people, loving your neighbor, justice showing up for people and I think the way that we live our lives the way we love others um is is a really big representation of our faith and I think as you 
evaluate where you're going and what's next for you, just remember to treat people with kindness. Honestly, it goes such a long way. And I hope that you believe in yourself and all the things that you do and want to do and that you try new things and that you take risks. It is okay to take risks. And um, I hope that you do. So I just, I want the best for you. So I think that's kind of, that's kind of it. That's hard. It's hard to summarize, but just get out there, take some risks, love people and enjoy your life. Have fun. Listen to some good music. Let your hair down. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, yeah. I want to say you're a serious person, even if you love the Real Housewives. Like, don't feel like you have to be. Um, I think oftentimes for black women and maybe women generally to take up space in the larger world, we feel like we can't show up as our full selves. Mm. Like, I can't um, be a good wife if I like going to girls nights or I'm not a good mother because I enjoy my time alone or you know like I'm an academic but I really love I don't know Star Trek or Real Housewives or Love is Blind and you know maybe people have made you feel bad about being that vulnerable and like sharing those things about yourself um but I think that just means those aren't your people because I guarantee you (laughs) my like black female lawyer group is popping about you know social justice and elections but also love is blind foolishness and real housewives Mm. ultimate goal trip girl trip and like we have judges and law firm partners (laughs) and these are very serious accomplished women um and so i just want to say like if you haven't found your people yet like don't give up on that but like you want like to be in a space aspire to a space where you can be your full self um and I would say, like, go back and listen. If you're struggling with this, go back and listen to our episode with Joe Saxon. She's like mm-hmm. the, best, um, the best when talking about these kinds of things, about showing up as your full self um, and just the power in that. And like God made you uniquely you with all your gifts and interests. And God can use anything. I think that's been the thing I've like been most surprised about. And I would just say that like nothing is wasted in God's economy. And like even like experiences, you know, why bad things happen. I, I I don't have an answer for that and I won't give you something trite. Um, but I do feel in some way that even, yeah, that those things matter and that God was with you through those things and will continue to be with you through those things. And so, yeah, I would say, you know, like to Faith's point of like stop living scared, I would just say I taught like a few weeks ago on um, Hezekiah and there's this scene where they're facing this huge army and he is basically like, we don't got it, God. We don't got it. You you got to do something. And I think in those moments, we're tempted to like go to our own strength or like scramble or begin to like doubt ourselves. Like, God, did I even hear you right? Am I even supposed to be doing this? Surely you didn't call me. But oftentimes that those are opportunities for huge breakthroughs in your mm-hmm. life or in the life of others. Don't underestimate, I think, to reiterate something Faith said, small acts of obedience. Because um, you I, you really have no idea what hangs in the balance of your yes. Like that what your yes means generationally to your family, what it means to your community. Yeah. And keep fighting the good fight. I know that like you look around and the circumstances are like, 
you look and are thinking like, does this even matter? Like no one cares. And it, and it does. And I hate that I can't tell you how it matters, but I know that it does yeah. that, you know, sort of the Brian Stevenson always says like the enemy of justice is hopelessness. And so that part of it is to remain hopeful in all things. Part of the work is to remain hopeful in all things and keep gathering people in ways in messy houses <laughs> with, <laughs> even if you're not a cook, I'm not a cook. Faith is a chef in this duo, um, you know, order in. But yeah, like make time for your people. Community matters. I think this season of my life has taught me more than anything, even as an introvert. Community matters. Friendships and family are a gift from God. And to find things to celebrate, no matter what season of life you're in, because That's right. there's something, even if it's just that you woke up in the morning and the sun was shining, like to be kind and gentle and patient and to listen more than you speak. And yeah, like this has been the joy, a joy of our lives. It's really bittersweet that we're not going to be with you guys regularly anymore. It really feels like an end of era. We have lived so much life in these last four years. But with things ending, there's also new beginnings, which we're excited and we're hopeful for those things for you guys and for each other. And we really just wanted to land the plane well. And we know that it's time for new things and it's a new season of life for the both of us. So it's time to move forward. And so with that, we just want to say thank you. You guys have been the best. Seriously, we loved hearing from you. We loved hearing what episodes mattered and were impactful we love the comments and reviews that you left on apple podcast in our instagram comments thank you for finding us thank you for sharing us with people in your lives thank you for opening your hearts and lives to us for giving us a place to laugh and be ridiculous and serious and pop culture warriors and justice freaks and monumental occasions in our lives thanks for listening to us for trusting our voices for celebrating us we do not take your trust and support lightly we will miss you guys god bless you and be with you in this next stage of life thanks y'all bye bye